This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCube, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. Jason Greer is an accomplished master of ceremonies, TV presenter, actor, and voice artist, well-respected in his industry. His strong, vibrant presence and reputable voice have kept him busy over the past decade. He's laughing as I'm saying this. Jason currently hosts The Bachelor South Africa, the immensely popular dating and relationship reality show. He's also presented a number of other successful shows, including Spellbound, um, which was on DSTV on a Sunday night, the ENCA show, which was Tech Report, Top Travel, and the award-winning All Access. It's also the final of Bachelor South Africa this week, which was a wild ride to watch, and I've invited Mr. Greer into studio to come and join me. Jay, how's it going? yourself, Mr. Linda Q. Welcome to the Good Things Guy Jackpot. Um, I like the way you were laughing when I was doing your intro, but I got that intro directly off your website. The only reason I'm laughing is because it's not often that I get my profile read back to me. It's quite embarrassing because I kind of wrote that. I was going to say, did you write it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're going to write in the third person, don't you? <laughs> That's so funny. I, um, these crazy things do happen when we're in this media space. Mm. And I've, um, I'm busy talking to another what do you call another show mm. um, on television? They want mm. to do like a life in the day of Brent. Oh. Um, just it's, it'll be a feature on it's yeah. toppling. So oh, okay. um, but they've asked me to fill in like this questionnaire and it's terrible when you have to write about mm. yourself. It is. Hey, it's, it, it's quite a, I say humbling, but like you, you kind of narcissistic as well. You, you kind of have to be completely, in this space. Completely. I'm going to write like a one pager that mm. I can just send to everybody in the future. Yeah. Like your bio on your website. Yeah, it's exactly it. Boom. There you are. If anyone wants a profile, just copy and paste. There we go. Okay, so it's Tuesday and The Bachelor ends on Thursday. Um, Who won? In an hour and a half final. (laughs) You'll find (laughs) out. Special. Yeah, you'll find out. You'll find out. Yeah, listen, I mean, we we know it's between Gina and Yazan. Yes. Um, they ended up in Mauritius. That Michelle wasn't a spo- It's not a spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the show, then that was a spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Well, by this stage, you would have. If you're a hardcore Bachelor fan, you cannot wait to find out who wins um, on Thursday. So, Michelle, I was let go. Heartbroken. Clearly, you could see. So, it's up to Lee to decide who he wants, Gina or Yozan. Who's your favorite? So, my real favorite is off the show already. Uh-huh. And it was Shelly. Mm-hmm. Shelly was... Um, her laugh, her personality, everything great, about eh? her. And plus, I knew her. Or oh, I still yeah. know her. Mm. I haven't forgotten her. Um, <laughs> I know her from a past life where we used to work yeah. together. Mm. Um, so to see her on TV, and it's amazing to see someone that you know be who they are yeah. on TV. But that's the thing which I loved about it. Um, in fact, a lot of them were themselves, hey? Um, I just didn't know them. You just didn't know them. So Nontombi, she, she's funny. She was very much herself on camera, and people loved that. Jackie also was herself on camera, but for some reason people didn't like that. Yeah. And it's so sad because Jackie is like such, such a kiff lady. She is She's, awesome. She seems like fun. She is a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah. her family because they, they oh, had the proper, whole family yeah, thing. Yeah, they all exactly. seemed like such a jewel. The home visit, yeah. Um, so Jackie lives around the corner and she goes out every weekend um, and as a school teacher, you know. <laughs> it's quite like a, you know, opposites. A juxtaposition. Correct. Uh, but she's a lot of fun. 
Tell me, being part of the show, and obviously there's many things that you can't divulge because it is the end and mm. the final. And also, we want to see it on TV. Yeah, we don't yeah, want exactly. to ruin anybody's party. I actually, Good. at the beginning of the show, I landed up on Channel 24 because I tweeted that apparently there was a rumor that had come mm. out that they knew. Jeepers, who that won. rumor has been flying everywhere. And I just said in my tweet, it was simple. I said, if. The rumor comes across your table. Don't yeah. tell me. Yeah. I'm enjoying the show. Yeah. I don't want to know, Absolutely. actually. So don't put it out there. I don't want to know. And then yeah. Channel 24 contacted me to just go, do you know the rumor? And I said to them, I don't. I don't. And I don't want to know either. And, you know, and of course, when that came out, obviously, I was flooded with inquiries, you know, like in sort of comments. So, so it's true, hey? Have, so, have so, people so, tried yeah. to get information out of you? Do they, do they WhatsApp oh, you and be cheap, like, hey, yeah. Jay, what happens this week? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day. That's so tough. Um, but I mean, it's like, I know, I could, I mean, I could tell you, but cheap as it would spoil it. You would ruin it. I'd, you know, just you would get an extra two days pleasure out of knowing. But then the actual final show, it ruins it. It's like opening your Christmas presents before Christmas or opening your birthday presents before. It's, what's the fun in that? 100%. You know. Tell me about Lee. Is he the same in real life? Is that him? He is. And I pause there for a second because in real life, his voice is normal, like yours and I's. But for some reason on camera, he, like he, it's almost, he feels so concerned about making sure that the right message comes across. Um, and he is very cognizant of viewers and fans and all the rest of it. So he wants to make sure that what he says is the right thing. So on camera, he tends to be not quite himself in the way he presents what he's saying. Um, but who you see is who he is. He's humble. Dink him. He, as good looking as he is, with all his freaking muscles and his, <laughs> you know, his facial hair, um, he's really, he knows he's good looking, but he's such a humble guy. Yeah. Lovely guy. And in real life, like when you could talk to him for hours about many things, which we have. I was going to say, you guys must have got close mm. over this time. Cause when the, when the girls are in the house, I mean, mm. you and him just arrived from nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, I, I was never allowed to interact with the girls. I think for a number of reasons, one of which I was not allowed to sort of interfere in their sort of decision-making. There's got to be one guy. If there's another dude, and I'm married, so it, <laughs> that helps. But if there's another dude... Um, Ursula's really happy you said that. <laughs> then it might uh, influence the decisions about who they want to be with, maybe. The other one is I'm not allowed to influence their decision and maybe slip something about from a production perspective, what's happening tomorrow or next week or, you know, that sort of stuff. So we've got to keep that uh, under wraps. Uh, but Lee and I got to spend a lot of time together. Off camera, we spoke a lot about his journey on the on the show, um, who he was deciding to go on the next one-on-one -on -one date with, etc. And I give him some sort of advice off camera. On camera, they didn't have that for some reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just wasn't enough time, I don't think. And here's the other bugger up is that we had so much footage from these one-on-one -on -one dates, the group dates, the rose ceremonies, the, the cocktail ceremonies. But because we are so confined by the time, 42 minutes or whatever it is of actual footage, the rest of ads in that hour, there's so much that needs to be condensed into 42. There's, and it, it's quite sad because overseas, the guys can like run for an hour, an hour and a half. Next week's episode could be two hours. You know, it all mm. depends. If there's footage that needs to be shown, you know, we'll put it in. Everyone else can wait. We're here. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't it's work that way. It's money. I'm now, I wasn't before. So you can let the whole production team know that I'm now Bachelor Besotted. Mm. 
And oh, um, there's a good. new there's a new season of the American one on DSTV at the moment uh, with Colton. Yeah. And I watched that first episode. I think the first episode is almost two and a half hours long of just it, ju- it, no adverts, two and a half hours long. And it literally just introduces the girls. That, yeah. I mean, that's all it did. Well, I mean, I'll tell you this much is the very first episode, you've got 24 women to meet. You've got Colton to, to be introduced to the viewers. You need the setting of everything. Then you've got the cocktail party itself where he's got to meet everyone. Then's the first impression rose. Then there's the actual rose ceremony. It's a lot. I mean, I think our first episode was also not two and a half hours. It was maybe an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. There's a lot to get through. And, I mean, we finished shooting. I think we left that mansion as in the production. I think the girls went to bed. I don't even know if they went to bed. Um, but production left the mansion at 4.30 the next morning. Because we were shooting, and that's how long it is. So that first night, that rose ceremony, those poor, it, and it was cold. Eh? I'm talking it's October, so it should be summer, but cheap as it was cold. And those poor, those ladies were shivering like this. We were, all, and I was in a suit, and I was cold. Like it was hectic. Yeah, I t- it takes me back to the days when I was on my kitchen rules, mm-hmm. and um, our first elimination was um, down in Durban. And uh, the dinner, so it, I mean, you're only getting out of there two, three in the morning. Yeah. And it was freezing, freezing cold, and it was just a whole other experience. I think what people don't understand is what you see on TV, it's not what happened in real life. Because there's so much footage that's happened um, that they haven't, they're not privy to, or there's a new setup, or let's say a plate of food I don't know, wasn't exactly right. Or they didn't get you putting that, that plate down, so you've got to take the plate out. Okay, let's try that again. Oh, your microphone's not working. God, okay, let's get that. So, okay, reset. You've got to go to the, to, to the top of the scene. And it can take forever. Did you eat the food when it was hot though? Uh, some res- some of the restaurants. Yeah, okay. some of the restaurants. Some of the restaurants not so much. I heard a rumor, cool. and I still don't even know this is true, from MasterChef that the judges ate the food when it was cold, because they also had to sit up. Because I mean, if you think about it, the chefs or the cooks would have cooked the food, and then okay, time's up. Go, their tables are a mess. Right? Yeah, I can and imagine. The that. very next scene, no mess on the table, and there's a beautiful plate of food. So I'll I'll say this with our show. It was very instant. So mm-hmm. like when we were at our house and we were serving the food, like you say, there's a lot of production stuff that mm-hmm. needs to happen around a show. Mm-hmm. But the realness of it is they never interfered with the food making. Mm-hmm. So if we only had 60 minutes to finish a starter, yeah. we only had those 60 minutes yeah. and we served immediately. Okay, so. it, didn't, it didn't matter what drama was going on at the table or what was sort of going down. The food, I think, always took the top priority. Yeah. Also, you, you, you contestants. We're not great actors. <laughs> so if, we, if we're eating really cold food because it's because of production, it would have been terrible. Yeah. Um, some restaurants they just serve the food cold. Like we were very cognizant. We put the plates in the oven and yeah. made sure that like yeah, but that sort of stuff. I mean, that's that's cooking one on one. You know this. Yeah. You know this. Um, but that said, mm. and we, we're going off topic here. We're supposed to be speaking about the Bachelor. <laughs> well, we're talk about yeah. My um, was also fun. You, we talk about production, and yes, you need to walk down the stairs four times to get the right shot. Mm. But the realness of it is really real, right? On The Bachelor, I mean, is there love? So what's interesting is we had to shoot the finale already, and that's going to be airing on Thursday. There was a comment made, something about it being reality. And the fact that the word real is in the word reality because it is real. The emotions that you see on the show are real. And I will know because I was there for some of that emotion. And it wasn't just for cameras because even when the cameras were switched off and not away from the ladies, they were still heaving, sobbing. They were, they were really upset uh, some of the time. 
And the love that I think they felt, and maybe even still feel, is real. Because when you put into that sort of that that bubble, um, that like sort of fairy tale bubble, if you will, you are n- n- not forced, but you like from a woman's perspective, there are, there's no other man. There's just the bachelor. You are also looking for love. You've come into the show looking for love. He's come into the show looking for love. So when you're both looking for love, and there, you know, is good-looking girls, this good-looking dude. I think it just somehow manifests itself in, uh, into this love. Yeah. Love. I, I also think. All your time during this period, this mm. the shooting period, all your time as a, do I call them a contestant? As a lady, no. Yeah, as, as one I don't of know. The, the thing is, that it is a game, but it's not a not. game. Um, what, what I'm trying to say is, all the ladies mm. sit in the house and they obsess over this guy. Like, yeah. if you watch it on camera, they're always talking about him. Well, if they're not talking about him, they're talking about stuff that they're having in between each. You know, yes. With each other, yeah, yeah, like the diary, God, the diary, the diary that comes up on Thursday. You'll see the diary that we're missing. I- exactly. Do the do the other girls come back to the finale? Are yeah. they are they there? Mm-hmm. How awkward for Lee! <laughs> tell you, oh. so there there is a bit of of banter between Lee and the ladies, and at one point I I did feel a bit sorry for him. You'll see on Thursday because I, I was there, and then Lee was sitting right next to me, and oh. There are two in particular cases that happened where Lee had to get his story across, but these ladies weren't buying it and then trying to, you know, attack Lee back. And that was like, then I had to intervene, like, eventually, okay, let's, we've got to move on here. We've got a certain amount of time. But it, it's expected. Mm-hmm. Look, these ladies came into the show knowing that they might not be the one, knowing that he's got to spread himself over 24 ladies. It's not possible for him to love every single person. He's got to you know, sift through. And if you didn't like the way he broke up with you, if you didn't like the way that he spoke with you or didn't spend enough time with you, c'est la vie. You know, it is what it is. Well, I, I need to go back because actually before the show even started filming and they introduced Lee, mm. he gave me the first rose. We, we will Parenting. never forget that. I've, well, got, I've, got photographic, <laughs> I've got photographic proof. It was, it was at a media launch, but I, I was first in, first in the queue. Oh, that was actually that was quite a cool night because that was straight after the My Kitchen Rules uh, finale. finale at yeah. MS Studios. And then Lee was introduced at the back. And I wasn't, I wasn't introduced as the presenter yet. So I had gone around to go and say hi to Lee because obviously we've known each other now. I go around and I'm like, hey, Lee, how's it going? He comes up to me, gives me this big hug and like in his loud voice, he goes, hey, congratulations to you, man. I'm looking so forward to working with you. I'm like, nobody heard that. Nobody no, heard thank that. goodness. The day, the day that I found out that you were going to be the host, I phoned you and I cried. I know, I remember you. Just, that was very special. Eh? I mean, that was... No, you know what, Very Jay? Cool. I, I've, I mean, we've been friends for for many years mm-hmm. now, and I think that you are incredibly good at what you do. You, you've got such a talent. I've emceed gigs with you where I feel like I'm standing next to a giant, um, and it's not because you're tall; it's because you're, re- you're really good at what you do, and, and you're so natural. And uh, I believe that um, this is a new chapter and a new stepping stone mm-hmm. for your career. Because so. what should happen now that I'm a bachelor fundi, mm. um, th- there should be a season two, right? There's got to be a season two. And then they take, then it's the girl's perspective. They switch it around. That's I, how it works in America. So, yeah, well, in the States, definitely, because, yeah. I mean, that, that's just a, a machine. But first of all, thank you for your kind comments. I appreciate that. It's very cool that I've finally got a show of this sort of, this nature, which is great. And I think what we, I, I say think, because I, I have no idea if there's going to be a season two or not. 
I have a feeling, though, if there was, it's going to be another bachelor. Okay. And then a bachelorette. From what I, I've got a feeling. And the only reason I say that is because the formats overseas, Australia, America, etc., they always had a few bachelors. Got you. Before they got the bachelorette. Got you. Um, but already what's interesting, on if you follow, obviously, on social media, you see um, more often than not, hashtag bachelorette. Michelle R. Hashtag Bachelorette Kelly. Hashtag Bachelorette. So people are people are already voting. They're already for voting for the next Bachelorette. That's so funny. Um, uh, it's cool. No, well, I, I like I said, I watched that first American one, and mm. it was so interesting. Um, they did like a montage during the opening uh, of all the bachelors uh, and bachelorettes that are married yeah. and still together, mm. and then they did a whole one for just bachelor kids. Oh, really? Because there's how many kids is this? I'm going to be lying if I pick a number, but <laughs> it, it was like. 20 different kids really yeah they've and the some of the kids are like three or four five and then they they say to the kids your parents met on the bachelor and they're like yeah we know (laughs) it's it was very cute that is so cool yeah they've been doing it for so many years over there well look it doesn't happen all the time i mean it it is what it is i think you you get into that bubble like you you think you're in love and then you leave and actually maybe we're not so much in love and i think out of the however many seasons over the 31 countries uh, the bachelor screened in i don't know Ten couples are together. There have been instances where the guy has chosen the lady and then he's ditched her and went with another lady that he rejected earlier. You yeah. know, these sorts of things happen. You've got to find true love at the end of it. I know the Australian one, the very first one that went out in Australia, um, which is one that we uh, watched to get a sense of how we are going to run the South African Bachelor, they're still together six years later, married. It's real love. It's real love. It's real love. Tell me the dates. Did you get to go? I mean, you were on some of them. You were the there. Group dates, I was there. Yeah? Yeah, because the group dates, I kind of had to set up what was happening during the course of the day. Yeah. Um, the one-on-one dates, I would have been the third wheel, man. I would have been <laughs> such an awkward third wheel. Because these ladies, they, you know, they focused on Lee. Yeah. And to have suddenly me telling them what was about to happen. It's but with a group date, it's a whole bunch of uh, ladies. Um, so Ellis Park had to set that up. There was the Dodger. Um, the dog one. Dog agility thing. Um what was your favorite one? From a group date perspective, I think there was the the water activities, one of the one of the first few, uh, which was quite cool because that was a, that was a beautiful day out actually because we we spent all day at this dam and there was this massive inflatable uh, obstacle course that had to go through, and it was just it's a lovely day because I mean I didn't really have to do much, and then when the ladies it's a tough job, it's, eh? It's a, <laughs> it's a tough job. <laughs> But then when they did the obstacle course, I mean, I was there and I was commentating on the, the, the loud hailer and it was just, it was a lovely day. And that, that was that day that I actually got to meet some of the girls for the first time. Meet them and that I got to know them a little bit better because as the host, literally that first cocktail evening, I hadn't, I hadn't seen them in real life. They hadn't seen me in real life. I suddenly walk in and there's 24 women all dead quiet looking at moi and I've got to deliver this line at one o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. I was tough. Oh, it was tough. Intimidating. It was hectic. <laughs> like it's, I'm okay to hold myself emceeing to, I don't know, a couple of hundred or thousand people. But suddenly when you're there so close to just 24 ladies or looking at you for some you know, information. Yeah. Oh, so intimidating. But you did, you did a great job. Uh, we lo- we no, love seeing above it. We <laughs> did you get to go with some Mauritius? Nah, not part of it. So sad, eh? Because that, that also looked incredible. It's, the hotel. I mean, obviously, um, subsequently, since I've spoken to them, it was beautiful there. And some of the production crew came back and showed me photos. Cool. The crystal blue sea. Oh, you know, you've been to Mauritius. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it just it was beautiful. So I've spoken to publicity. And if there is a second season, I am going. It's in my contract. Done. That I will be going at the end. So how, how do I get onto that contract? 
How do I become part of like a buy one, get two? I don't so know um, it's quite sunny today. Hey, it's a lovely, <laughs> it's a lovely day out there. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. jokes. Jay. Yeah, look, I just don't think jokes. they said that I wasn't really required there because it was really just about Lee and the ladies. I didn't really have to set anything up, which is understandable. I mean, yes, I was heartbroken for a few days, but I got over it. But it's kind of like it was Lee, the ladies. He did his own voiceovers. He, it was they're meeting the parents, going on the one-on-ones. I didn't need to be there. Tell me your, your plans for Thursday. Are you going to mm. sit down with the family and some popcorn and watch it? I mean, it's the finale of the uh, first season. Well, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm trying to think of maybe do some sort of a viewing party. Because it will be. It'll be the final one. It'll be a nice long one. And I just, I'm really curious to see, because like I said, we shot for like two and a half hours. I'd be very curious to see what they've put into the final you, edit. You haven't, you haven't seen the final edit? No, 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 no. So literally, um, when we shot... Almost as we finished shooting, that all that footage went straight and started getting going into edit. Because once it's in edit, that needs to be approved not only by Mnet but Warner Brothers and so on. There's like this massive hierarchy and everything needs to be tip-top by, geez, you know, by Wednesday. Or, so, yeah. How do they keep it a secret? Because obviously at the, at the end now, when, when you guys were shooting, mm-hmm. all the girls come back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, those rumors were all bull because there wasn't a winner chosen yet. So it made no sense. But um, now you've got all these girls. You've got some media. Mm-hmm. You've got the production. I mean, the cameramen, mm-hmm. the sound people, the mm-hmm. makeup. Um, you've got so many bodies on set. How is it yeah. that you are able to keep it under wraps you know so obviously everyone's got to sign their non-disclosure agreements where i mean they threaten your family and break your legs you know all the the usual stuff i think what appeals to them though is so donald clark our exec producer um said this to me and he spoke to the girls about it as well to the ladies that you could break the nda if you really want to you could go and tell everyone who wins but you wouldn't want that to happen to you so why would you do that to someone else so out of respect for everyone that's worked on the production, because, I mean, there are hundreds and thousands of people overall who work on this production, not only are you ruining it for them, you're ruining it for the millions of fans that are out there of The Bachelor. So don't do it. Out of the goodness of your heart, don't do it. So he appeals to human nature not to do it. At the end of the day… I mean, anybody could. Yeah, they could. They could. I don't think they will, though. It's, it's, yeah. there, there's, there's this new, this new respect is a great word. Mm. And it's it's like Game of Thrones. Mm. People yeah. people that mm. watch Game of Thrones, they don't spoil it for each other. It, I mean, if you follow it on Twitter, it's quite funny because every um, – in South Africa, we get it mm. at 3 o'clock on Monday morning. Yeah. But then Twitter itself, it does this thing where it goes uh, – I think it's called non-spoilers, uh, where it shows the most random four pictures <laughs> that would make no sense unless you watch the show. And I love that. I love going mm. to look for that afterwards. Uh, but it's this respect um, that yeah, people absolutely. have and, and to not, to not ruin like, it. And even on social media, if someone does want to say something, they look, I'm about to speak about GOT, spoilers coming up, and then they leave a bit of a gap yes. so that you don't see anything. So you know you can either just zoom past it quickly or just switch off social media completely. Yeah. Um, and so you've watched and then you can continue. Yeah, yeah, Best yeah. thing is just to, you know, early bird, you know. I do it every Monday morning, exactly. um, 5 a.m. <laughs> Some Monday mornings I do it at 3 a.m. <laughs> where I'm sitting watching Game of Thrones. I'm so an like, addict. You know, like with Bachelor, though, it's once a week. So Thursday night, 7 o'clock on Mnet. Um, you can't watch it before. And also 7 o'clock is a reasonable time to watch it. You know, you'll be okay. Agreed. And your kids can watch it because it's nothing no. seedy. No. But what I can say is that this final episode, 
It's going to tug those heartstrings, man. Okay, I'm excited to watch it. Um, I need to ask you what's next. It's the worst, worst, worst question in the interview world. <laughs> um, but most of the listeners, it's on their minds. What's next for Jason? Have you got another gig coming up? Are you, I don't know, are you going to be back on Spellbound? What's, what's, <laughs> what's next? You know what? Spellbound was such a cool show to be on. It was because, cool to watch. Because that was like, it's a... What I liked about it is that not only did the people get invested in the, the contestants get invested in knowing what to, like just and, just explain to the listeners okay. what it, what it is. So Spellbound was a spelling game show, pretty much. Yeah. For kids. Four contestants. Well, no, we had school kids, but they were also adults. But the thing is, the questions weren't difficult. Um, they were fairly easy. But the premise behind it was four contestants that each had to spell words, and if you didn't spell them, you get kicked out, and you get a chance to go to the final round where you can win, I don't know, it was 100,000 rand or whatever it was. It was, it was quite substantial. And it was fun because I got to interact with the contestants. I had fun figuring out the words myself, how to spell them, etc. And I worked with Vanessa Marawa, who's uh, amazing. Yeah. And it, it was so much fun. It was a fun show to be on. And it was one season, and it was like, we're going to have a second season, and we didn't have a second season. So that's why I can never say what's next okay. for more. Um, the batch has ended. Here's hoping that we have a second season. I'm sure we will. I mean, there's been a lot of support from the fans. Uh, well, it's from, been, it, I, I watch it. Everyone. So yeah. I'm terrible with my Thursdays. Uh, yeah. Thursdays at 7 o'clock is not a great time. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do catch up on it. And mm. then whenever I am catching up on it, I go check the hashtags and see yeah. what people were talking about. And it's had great support online. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, I think by popular opinion, there should be a second season. But right now, it's, um, I suppose, focusing on, from an entertainment perspective, my profile and hosting events and what I do pretty much. And then helping my wife because she started her own natural skincare range. Didn't even know that. Yeah. Didn't even crazy, know man. We need to have dinner. Mm. Maybe on Thursday. We do. We yeah, we can have a viewing party. <laughs> Jason, thank you. some dirty secrets. I want to know all the secrets because we're not allowed mm. to say them on air. No. Um, but I will be recording anything he says while we're there. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you for joining me. On my jackpot. Oh, man. I this want to thank is... you for having me. It's so cool because I've seen you on your jackpot now for a while. And it's like, I wonder when I'll get an invite. And I'm not going to ask. I'll just wait. Well, <laughs> here you are. <laughs> thank I'd, you. I'd love to have you back again when, uh, Thanks, when the second season when, of The yeah. Bachelor comes out. Okay, then I would like to have an exclusive with whoever that person is and you oh, in the studio. Oh, you know how cool that'll be. Yeah? I think it's a very good idea. Good idea. In the bag. Cool. It's in my contract. Done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brent. Thank you. And only good things. I'm Brendan Q, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpod podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.